0: You leave the Cardinals off the top ten for one week, and look what happens! Packard Nation, welcome. An episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a fan. But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I will donate my entire shoulder to Jair Alexander Grossi. And today we're going to be breaking down the top 10 power rankings for week five in the NFL. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout out and thank you to a brand new patron and YouTube member. First on the Patreon side of things, we have Jenna, a big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have the phone Ant. a big shout out and thank you to you both. Last week, I left the Cardinals out of the top 10. They would've been number 11. I left them out of the top 10 because I was not really feeling too inspired with their performance against Jacksonville. And I was like, all right, let me leave them off because to be fair, to be fair, I have been putting the Cardinals on the top 10. And so the Cardinals obviously watched that video and were like, oh, I'm going to show that eight-hole what's what. And they beat Super Bowl favorites, the LA Rams. So I'm happy to say that the Cardinals are on this week's top 10 so you can put down your pitchforks and torches for at least one week. Starting off with number 10, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are still holding on with their death grip into the top 10. However, let's just say Tom Gross is not that impressed. What I am impressed by is Patrick Mahomes throwing five touchdowns, three of them to Tyreek Hill for 186 yards. Holy moly! Their offense was rocking against the Philadelphia Eagles. What wasn't rocking uh, was their defense, which uh, it's bad. It's bad. And I have to say, the Chiefs can do enough to win These football games. I mean, they're going to be playing the Bills on Sunday night, which I think is going to be an incredible matchup. However, if they go up against a really strong offense, they're going to struggle. I mean, hell, they kind of struggled with the Eagles offense. So I think that the Chiefs really remind me of the 2011 Green Bay Packers when they went 15-1, and in which, oh, it all looked so good until it didn't, and they got bounced out of the divisional round by the Giants. Now, I'm not saying that's exactly what's going to happen, but... They need help, especially in their secondary. And when instead you're going and signing wide receivers like Josh Gordon, yeah, you're just making that offense even better. But, buddy, the other side of the ball needs help too. Number nine, you got the Cleveland Browns. Oof. Uh, Rough game this past Sunday. Ugly game from Baker Mayfield. Run game, still looking great. Kareem Hunt doing real well. Nick Chubb still rocking it. Defense, still absolutely phenomenal. The highlight reels that come out every single week from Miles Garrett are incredible. The Vikings are an underrated team. They definitely are. They are not really reflective of what their record is. They could be an undefeated team. However, the Browns, their offense, when it comes to the quarterback, Baker can't really have these kind of games. And so the Browns are still in the top 10. I still think their defense is one of the best in football. However, when Baker struggles, it does give me a little bit of pause. Their run game is going to get them out of these types of situations, but it's a long season, and I think the Browns are still going to be contenders for the rest of the year. Number eight, you got the LA Rams. How the mighty have fallen. My last week, they were number one. They were number one last week. And now, down to number eight. Well, that's what happens when you get the piss slapped out of you by the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams just looked unprepared for this game. Not only did the offense struggle, and they just could not connect with Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford struggled a bit. You had a turnover from him. You had a turnover from Sonny Michelle. And I think the bigger surprise is the defense just did not look good at all. I still really like the Rams. I still think they are Super Bowl contenders. The question is going to be, is this a fluke game? Is it because of the divisional game? Is that, this could always go either way. Either way, the Rams, they need to change course. And they need to do it quickly because this Thursday, they're going to be playing another divisional opponent in the Seattle Seahawks. But the Rams scared me a bit on Sunday. Let's see how they can respond. Number seven, you got the Baltimore Ravens going into mile high into Denver and beating up on the Denver Broncos. Lamar Jackson having 316 yards, also had a touchdown. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater getting hurt, which should have been penalized, definitely helped the Ravens here because... Then you had Drew Locke thrown into the mix. The defense of the Ravens definitely looked good. The offense stepped up, and they looked like a more complete team. I know there's lots of question marks about the Broncos on whether they were a real team because all the teams they had played previously didn't have a single win. But before Sunday, the Denver Broncos defense was still the best in the league when it came to points allowed per game. The Ravens changed that. So the Ravens have a good gutsy win on the road and they'll look to enhance on that going forward number six they are at the bottom of the top 10 last week and now they're rising on up and that's the Dallas Cowboys I picked the Cowboys over the Cardinals last week in the power rankings because I said look at the quality of opponents that the Cowboys have played they've been pretty damn good and on top of that they barely lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Cowboys this week? Oh, did they show up. Dak, phenomenal. Zeke, he was just like, oh yeah, last week I did well, let's do it again. Pollard, nice compliment to Zeke in this game. The story also comes down to the defense. Originally, in my predictions video last week, I had maybe Sam Darnold will struggle against the Cowboys, and I was like, nah, Cowboys defense isn't that good. Cowboys defense looked good. Sam Darnold struggled, had two interceptions. Trayvon Diggs, has five interceptions on the season. The Cowboys are easy favorites in the NFC East, which, again, is not really saying a whole lot. But the Cowboys, they make their way into the playoffs. They could be a sneaky good team. They have the offensive firepower. If their defense is able to at least be good, yeah, they could uh, surprise some people. Number five, you got the L.A. Chargers. Well, they, uh... (laughs) Basically played a home game with an away crowd. Something that they should be used to at this point. But Justin Herbert had a freaking fracking good night. 222 yards, three touchdowns. And the bigger thing here was Austin Eckler finally getting involved. Had over 100 yards and two touchdowns. That run game has been lacking. So with the emergence of the run game here, that was big. On top of that, looking at the other side of the ball, the defense really did well. Shut out the Raiders for three quarters, only allowed 14 points in the third quarter, and basically took care of business. And you always have to wonder when the Chargers have a lead of like, oh, they're going to blow it. But no, they were able to hold on, win by two scores, and the Chargers, even though they don't really have home field advantage, look pretty damn good. Number four, you get the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A uh, incredibly hyped up game against the Patriots. Tom Brady coming home. And if anyone was expecting an offensive shootout, that was not this game. It was a gritty game in the rain, fighting for every single inch. Brady didn't have the best night. But the defense, which has been significantly lacking... These past few weeks, they stepped up. Yes, it's against a rookie QB and a non-offensive powerhouse like the Patriots, but the defense did just enough to win that game, and Brady was able to move the ball just enough to win that game. And you also have to consider that they have so many injuries on the defensive side of the ball, and they also didn't have Rob Gronkowski. So the Buccaneers do enough to stay in the top five. Will they stay there? Depends. Will their defense show up like that every week? Number three, you got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. Aaron Rodgers throws a touchdown number 420 to Randall Cobb, who had 69 yards on the day. Nice. And two touchdowns. Randall Cobb, who has been pretty darn quiet this season, uh, shut up a lot of people. And by a lot of people, I mean like the six people who were complaining about the lack of use of Randall Cobb. But Randall Cobb did well, beat the Steelers 27-17. I know that there was an offsides call that was very ticky-tacky from the view that we saw. Neither here nor there. The defense, they did pretty darn well, getting some pressure on Big Ben. Big Ben just did not look like himself. But the reason why, for me, the Packers are ranked so high here. It's not because they're on a three-game win streak. It's because look at the past two opponents. We talk about their offense all day, but look at the defenses. Look at the 49ers' pass rush and the Steelers' pass rush. The Packers have dealt with major injuries in major positions. Dave Bakhtiari, not going to be available to at least after week six. Elton Jenkins, out for the past two weeks. You have your third-string LT in there. Still rocking it. Best pass rusher, Z'Darrius Smith, out. Kevin King, out. At the end of this game, Jai Alexander, your best corner, out. And they're still able to find a way and get it done. So that is what is proving to me to be the most impressive thing about the Packers right now. It's this mentality of next man up. And everyone's holding their breath that Jair Alexander is okay. And if he is, we're still feeling good about the Packers' future. If he's not, well, let's see how many next men up we can possibly get. Number two. You got the Arizona Cardinals. And everyone's going to go nuts. How come they're not number one? Let me explain. explain. Cardinals impressed the hell out of me. They made probably one of the biggest jumps ever in the top ten. They were just outside the top ten, and now they made it to the number two. Their offense is the number one scoring offense in the league, and DeAndre Hopkins wasn't even responsible for a whole lot this past Sunday. Their defense shut down Matthew Stafford, who looked really damn good against just about every single opponent. Kyler Murray. Phenomenal, played mistake free football, is a front runner for the MVP this year. Their defense is not bad. They're ninth in points allowed. They allow a lot of yards. They're near the bottom half, but ninth in points allowed, which is the only thing that really matters. The reason why I have the Cardinals at number two is simply because the team above them has the number two offense and number one defense. I just think they're a more balanced team. So this is not me sleeping on the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are a very good football team. I know they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. But if you put the number one team against the Cardinals this week, I think you have a hell of a game. And I do think the number one team pulls it out. And so that's why my number one team is the Buffalo Bills. Number one defense in points allowed and in yards allowed. Number two offense when it comes to points. This was the second shutout of the season for the Bills. And you could look and say, listen, they have the worst record. They lost to the Steelers in week one. You know, they're playing against some, man, not so great teams. It was the Texans. But still, it was domination. Josh Allen continuing to have himself a nice freaking fracking year after starting off the first two weeks a little bit slow has come alive these past two weeks. I think you look at Josh Allen, you look at Kyler Murray, as two fantastic quarterbacks who run very efficient and good offenses. But as I said, I have to give the edge to the Bills because their defense is playing lights out right now. Now, this could change. The Bills have a very, very tough test against the Kansas City Chiefs who have a very good offense on Sunday night football. That is going to be a great litmus test to see, are the Bills for real? Are they that good? And if they beat the Chiefs. I think that's a yes. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about this top 10? Do you disagree? You think the Carlos should be at number one? Let me know. You can always tell me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out PatCast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pat, Go.